who's going to come up. We're going to show the video first, or, yeah? And uh, many of you know Wendy have spoken about um, being part of the Light Project, and uh, she gave an amazing um, uh, sermon uh, about it's never too late to serve, a real challenge to us all. And uh, so she's been part of the Light Project and uh, is embarking on a placement with us uh, under the umbrella of Anna Chaplaincy. And if you don't know what Anna Chaplaincy is, we have a video. Anna Chaplaincy is named after Anna, who with Simeon and Anna is described in Luke's Gospel. She was a faithful older woman. She was steeped in prayer. She followed uh, the disciplines of uh, a life of, of a religious woman living within the temple. But crucially, she believed in God's promises, and she spoke of redemption to anyone who would be prepared to listen. So she's a terrific role model, if you like, for the faithful older person. So that's what Anna Chaplaincy is named after. And what's distinctive about it is that it's not a chaplaincy to one particular institution, as a hospital chaplain might be, or a hospice chaplain, or a school chaplain. Yes, we work in care homes, but we also work in the wider community. So we're a very visible presence at groups uh, connected with people's disabilities, so the Heart of Hearing Club, or a club for the partially sighted or blind. Uh, we support those whose relatives are living with a dementia. We're there for people of strong faith, little faith, or none at all. And it's very important to draw alongside not just older people themselves, but their carers, professional carers, or relatives. We're very much part of the ministry teams in which we work. We go with the blessing of our congregations. We're undergirded by prayer. And so I'm unashamedly saying what I'd like to see in 10 years' time, that this is commonplace in just about every ministry team, whether it's in a rural parish or in uh, inner-city ministry, that Anna chaplains are part and parcel of the way in which we reach out to our communities. At the moment, we place a huge amount of emphasis on work, quite rightly, with children and young people. But what I'm arguing for, and the gift of years is all about, is saying let's have a slightly more equitable uh, distribution of resources so that it reflects the demographic changes that are taking place, that churches and others put money and resources into caring for the older population as well. And we do invest in our children's work and uh, we delight to do that. We do invest in our youth work and uh, Tim's reminded me I forgot to send Push and Shove out. So, you've been so brilliant, you young people. It's time for you to go. So if you're with Tim's group... Have a great time. Actually, it was good for them to be in for that bit as well. So, um, whether they tell you later or not, but it was good. It was good. Just going to read that passage that uh, um, Debbie Throw um, referred to from Luke's Gospel. And uh, I'm just going to take it back just a little bit from uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 25, about Simeon as well. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. 
Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. So Wendy, would you just come and join me? Do you want to just, uh, in a, just a brief moment, because Wendy will be sharing tonight at our evening service in a little bit more detail, uh, but just to give us a, um, a thumbnail about why you feel this is appropriate for you at this moment. Yes, certainly. Um, I was interested, Mark, talking about his um, vision of the kingdom. And I think that today in this church, we now have a vision of our kingdom that the dispossessed, the old, the ill, the frail people in our community that society would push to the edges are now going to be centre stage in our church here and we're going to love them um, in a particular way. I don't mean we haven't loved them before but um, they are now going to be um, particularly to the forefront of our thinking. Um, Do you want to say something? Is that it? (laughs) If you're on a roll, go for it, Wendy. (laughs) Um, well, I wasn't prepared to say something now, so I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. Um, I think that um, this ministry, which is um, for the prayerful support of um, the old, those with dementia, those caring for those with dementia, is going to be the highlight, really, of what I'm going to try and do over the next few years. As Phil said, I'm doing it as part of the Light Project course, But should I be spared that long, I'm hoping that this will be a continuing thing when I've left the course in two years' time and that we can expand it and grow. Part of the Anna chaplaincy is that the Anna chaplain has Anna friends. And so I will be praying that some of you would like to be Anna friends and help me in Millhouse, help me set up a support group for people whose loved ones have got dementia, I would love to have more all-age activities in the church. I was thinking perhaps a tea party, perhaps some all-age worship. And I'd love to start something like an adopt-a-granny scheme so that you young families that um, perhaps aren't involved with any of the really old ones could perhaps take one on board as part of your family. So I think that's sort of 
Do keep hold of it. I'm going to ask you some questions in a moment. Um, we want to sort of commission uh, Wendy into this uh, ministry. So I'm going to ask David, Sylvester, David, are you, if you just come and stand with us, we're going to lay hands on, on Wendy. Um, but just some words and some questions to you, Wendy. Jesus invites each one of us to faithful discipleship and service. We are all called to different ministries as we seek to live in God's love. Wendy has been called to the work of an Anna chaplain. Uh, so this is a question to us as a fellowship. Will you, as the people of God here in this place, support and pray for Wendy in this ministry? The answer is we will. We will. There you go, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, you have uh, been chosen to be an Anna chaplain. Do you believe that God is calling you to this service? I do. Will you seek to perform it prayerfully and diligently? With the help of God, I will. And will you seek to develop the faith, gifts and skills God has given you as you share in Christ's mission and ministry? With God's help, I will. Brilliant. We're going to lay hands on you and pray for you. So let's pray together. If you just uh, want to pray with us, I'm going to lead us in a prayer. Uh, if you want to reach out your hands just as a sign of uh, just... Um, supporting Wendy, that would be great. Heavenly Father, send down your Holy Spirit on your servant Wendy, whom you have called to this ministry. Help her to listen patiently, respond wisely, and pray faithfully. Give her courage to speak up for those whose voices may not otherwise be heard. May her hands be ready to do your work. May her eyes be open to recognize those in need. May her ears hear soft-spoken words of pain and sorrow. And may her voice speak of healing and peace. May her feet walk the extra mile with those who falter. And may she be always aware of your presence guiding her and your loving protection around her in all that she does. Wendy, we set you apart for this ministry amongst us as a fellowship. We love you and we support you. We pray the richest blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit upon you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And here is your official lanyard. It, <laughs> it will become more official when I get the real logo, but uh, we'd like to present that to you. <laughs> Bless you.